Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can always pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial in to 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022, you can join us live and we would be thrilled to have you along with us on our uh, morning calls. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. Our panel does these calls Monday through Friday to help with your efforts for TR90, and we are just absolutely thrilled to have you along with us. I come to you with an education background, but a huge health, nutrition, and exercise dating back more than four decades, and part of that is because I had grandparents that had... um, poor health when I was in high school, and I really didn't want to travel down the health paths that they traveled down. So I've done many things over the years to mitigate um, the effects of bad diet and um, lack of exercise. The TR90 program really worked well for me. Uh, It was since it's a lifestyle change and it included all the essential parts, which is the food, the nutrition, the exercise, um, it just, and the supplements, it really made a huge difference for me in that I lost 20 body inches, but I didn't lose a single ounce because I was already exercising and had a lot of body mass. So do keep that in mind. When you're first starting out, it's that one really good lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Getting Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able to do that, take them with your meals. It will still work, I promise. In my case, there were many times that I didn't know when breakfast or lunch or dinner was going to be because as a substitute teacher, you kind of never know that. And so many times I was having to take my supplements with my meals. So I can attest that, yes, it does still work. Uh, Let's see. After taking your supplements, well, that's that seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, protein, um, carbohydrates, sugars, fats. Those are your uh, macronutrients. Your micronutrients are your vitamins and minerals that you're getting from your fruits and vegetables. And fiber. Fiber helps in two ways also. It helps, one, with satiety or that feeling of fullness, Uh, And the second way that fiber helps is for good digestive health. Now, that good digestive health is um, clearing out your whole digestive tract, making sure it's in good operating order. It doesn't have stuff sitting there that's going to cause 
some issues for you later down the road. Guys need 45 grams of fiber daily for that. Ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber for that daily. Then after you've got your uh, fruits and vegetables, well, 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. That exercise can be whatever you desire it to be. It can be swimming, hiking, dancing, uh, house cleaning, uh, gardening, whatever works for you. You can do it in one 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks, whatever best suits your personal lifestyle. Remember, this is a lifestyle change. You're, you're working to change your lifestyle and work things into your lifestyle to make it work for you. So if you're exercising moderately to heavily, well, that means that you need to be thinking about your hydration. And hydration baseline is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if, for instance, you weigh 100 pounds, you should be starting out at 50 ounces of water daily and then bumping it up if you're in a humid area or you're exercising moderately to heavily and are perspiring because dehydration many times masks itself as hunger. So if you think you're hungry, stop and drink a glass of water. Wait five minutes, see if that takes care of how you're feeling. If it doesn't, then reassess and figure out what it is your body actually needs at that point. And the last thing I like to recommend, because I've seen it um, written up in several different studies um, over the last 10 or so years, is seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That good quality sleep a night does what I call a series of system resets while you're sleeping. It clears out toxins. It stores memories. It repairs muscles and tissues. It sets your brain up for making good decisions for the next couple of days. So lack of sleep can actually cause you to be operating like you've had a drink or two of hard alcohol. So it's really important to get that good quality sleep. So with that being said, today's information is coming out of a book that's called Eat to Live by Joel Furman, F-U-H-R-M-A-N-M-D. And um, I keep looking for things that will help support our TR90 lifestyle. And this also, um, because of how he's written this book and how his program works, does seem to dovetail in many respects, with our TR90 lifestyle. So the only way to significantly increase lifespan, evidence for increasing one's lifespan through dietary restriction is enormous and irrefutable. Reduced caloric intake is the only experimental technique to consistently extend maximum lifespan. This has been shown in all species tested from insects and fish to rats and cats. There are so many hundreds of studies that only a small number are referenced here. Scientists have long known that mice that eat fewer calories live longer. Research has demonstrated that the same effect in primates, i.e. you and I, a study published in the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences found that restricting calories by 30% significantly increased lifespan in monkeys. 
The experimental diet, while still providing adequate nourishment, slowed the monkey's metabolism, reduced their body temperatures, changed changes similar to those in the long-lived thin mice. Decreased levels of triglycerides and increased HDL, the good cholesterol, were also observed. Studies over the years on many different species of animals have confirmed that those animals that were fed less lived longest. In fact, allowing for an animal to eat as much food as it desires can reduce its lifespan by as much as one half. High nutrient, low calorie eating results in dramatic increases in lifespan as well as prevention of chronic diseases. From rodents to primates, we see resistance to experimental induced cancers, protection from spontaneous and genetically predisposed cancers, a delay in the onset of late-life diseases, non-appearance of atherosclerosis and diabetes, lower cholesterol and triglycerides, and increased HDL, which is that good cholesterol, improved insulin sensitivity, enhancement of the energy conservation mechanism, including reduced body temperature, reduction in oxidative stress, reduction in the parameters of cellular aging, including cellular congestion, enhancement of cellular repair mechanisms, including DNA repair enzymes. That includes those telomeres, which are the ends, which often degrade first and create lots of problems. Reduction in inflammatory response and immune cell proliferation improved defenses against environmental stresses, suppression of the genetic alterations associated with aging, protection of genes associated with the removal of oxygen radicals, inhibited production of metabolites that are potent cross-linking agents, and slowed metabolic rate. The link between thinness and longevity and obesity and shorter lifespan is, span is concrete. Another important consideration in other animal studies is that fat and protein restriction have an additional effect on lengthening lifespan. Apparently, higher fat, higher protein intake promotes hormone production, speeds up reproductive readiness, and other indicators of, in, of aging, and pr- promotes the growth of su- certain tumors. For example, excess protein intake has been shown to increase insulin-like growth factor, IGF-1 levels, which are linked to higher rates of prostate and breast cancer. In the wide field of longevity research, there is only one finding that has held up over the years. Eating less prolongs life as long as the nutrient intake is adequate. All the other longevity ideas are merely conjectural and unproven. Such theories include taking hormones such as estrogen, DHEA, growth hormones, and melatonin, as well as nutritional supplements. So far, there is no solid evidence that supplying the body with any nutritional element over and above the level present in adequate amounts in nutrient-dense diet will prolong life. 
This is in contrast to the overwhelming evidence that regarding protein and caloric restriction, this important and irrefutable finding is a crucial feature of the H equals N slash C equation. We all must recognize that if we are to reach the goal or the limit of human lifespan, we must not overeat on high-calorie food. Eating empty calorie food makes it impossible to achieve, achieve optimal health and maximize our genetic potential. And on Monday, I'll be jumping in to avoid overeating on high-calorie foods, fill up on the nutrient-dense ones, which um, will, I think, be a benefit for all of us at the top of the hour if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live. One of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. This is Susan Mann for November 17th, 2023, signing out. I welcome any thoughts or comments you have as soon as I take us off mute. If you're one of my shy people and um, are reluctant to speak out, you can always send me a text to 503-502-4863, and I would be thrilled to um, answer any questions or thoughts or comments you may have. And I really want to wish you a great weekend before... Thanksgiving, which is up and coming next week. So there we have it, why we should be eating less but eating more nutrient-dense foods, which includes your fruits and vegetables, believe it or not. So there we are. So hopefully you will have found that of interest And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to go ahead and release this for the weekend. Have a great weekend. Hope you have a fabulous weekend, and I look forward to hearing back from you on Monday.